in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other once scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh. Let's go! Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green, the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And welcome into the program here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. Apparently, uh, you could not hear us because uh, we were, um, you know, eh, there's buttons. There's buttons. I don't do buttons. You don't do the buttons. I do the buttons, and that was a failure on my part. So anyway, if you were just joining us on ESPN Asheville, uh, (laughs) welcome into the program. Tom Brady's done. Tom Brady's officially retiring after 22 seasons in the NFL and Jeremy's happy. I'm very sad. But, I mean, it is we what it is. We all knew this, this was going to come. over an hour in the live stream on Sunday. Yeah. I told you the only reason he came up and said, oh, I haven't made my decision yet. because he didn't want to ever share the playoff games. Right. The story got too drastic. He had to come out and say this. He didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. So it didn't go exactly how I wanted it to. It is what it is. No more Tom. Nope. Tommy's moving on. He says uh, football takes a day in and day out commitment, and that is a commitment that he is no longer willing to give, which you can't blame the guy. He's got three kids. He wants to spend time with the kids. He's got seven rings. I I think you've done enough. Oh, absolutely. Nothing left to prove. Greatest of all time. Not even a discussion. I think we can move on. So today on the program, we're going to talk about the state of the NFL as it sits right now. What is the state of each and every team in the NFL when it comes to what they're going to be able to do moving forward? We have gone down several different categories here. Break it down. So basically, this rabbit hole came two places. Uh, one one of our great Raider fans, uh, G-Baby, that hangs out with us all the time, asked me when the Harbaugh thing started and they wound up with Josh McDaniels, how, how alluring of a job was the Raiders. And my argument was, you're one of the only ones that I think McDaniels would have taken. So that started it. It evolved yesterday when I started talking about Kansas City and how easy is it going to be to continue to win Super Bowl. Right. So, I developed a little formula. Every team in the NFL, we gave them a grade, mm-hmm. 1 to 32, which means you got a score, which ultimately led to a power ranking. Every team has a score 1 to 32. Low is better. So, you want to be 1, not 32. Based on ownership, the front office, your quarterback's contract, your quarterback's talent, and the overall talent of your roster. Mm-hmm. And I fully believe that as we went down the, the rabbit hole... This is the best indication of the next three years in the NFL that you will ever see. And some of you are going to be very happy about it. A lot of you are going to be very unhappy about it because, I mean, in our local market, the score wasn't too great. Yeah, Carolina, your number is markedly higher than you want it to be. (laughs) Right. But now in the comments, somebody, David Evans Olsen, who is a Steelers fan, Mm -hmm. said, I'm afraid of where my team's going to be. Don't count your chickens before they hatch. There's a point to this. Mm Mm-hmm. And this is this is the whole two hours. We're every team will be mentioned, and we're going to go Clint Eastwood style. I'm going to say something good, something bad, and then there's the the pivot point of every team. Right. If you're bad, it's going to be ugly. If you're good, it probably won't be. Right. So uh, let's get into the list here. 
time is a precious. Uh, 32, the, the worst team in the NFL. Looking forward, who do you think it is? It's the Detroit Lions. Yeah. And he, now here's the thing. Yeah. The one thing that this cannot take into account, the front office grade for them is a 23. Mm-hmm. I can't put you any higher than that. Brad Holmes has had one good draft. I can't, in good conscience, put you ahead of, A, guys that I don't know what they're going to be, B, teams that I haven't seen boo-boo kitty draft picks for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're 32. You have no quarterback, and you have a really ugly quarterback contract situation. Right. That's what pushes them below the teams that are in the the rest of the 30s and the low 20s. That being said... The Rams or the uh, the Lions absolutely killed this draft, much like the Rams tend to do. Penny Sewell's a longtime starter. Mm-hmm. Amonra St. Brown's a longtime starter. Mm-hmm. But among teams in the NFL, they have the furthest to go because they don't have any quarterback. Right. You still have to figure out what to do at the premium position in this league. So to me, anybody that has Detroit at any number not thirty-two, it's disingenuous. Yep, our scores are up there on the uh, on the screen. If you're if watching you, on the YouTube yep. sc- channel, you will see every score that every team got in every category. Yes, the ultimate score for the Lions was a one thirty-one, mm-hmm. <clears throat> of which I know what the score was for the team that finished first, and it's like a quarter of that. A mess. It's a whole mess more. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's a quarter. <laughs> uh, coming in at number thirty. One. one number 31 mass fun the bottom three in this to me were abundantly obvious oh of course it's the houston texans i thought they would end up being finishing last but somehow some way we worked out all the numbers and they were one point off of the detroit lions yeah here's the difference they have a cheap quarterback their front office is a disaster mm-hmm. the the nick Sario thing has been an unmitigated disaster but you do have a young quarterback, and we have seen teams with average to good quarterbacks, which is exactly what I think Davis Mills is. They find ways while they have that cheap quarterback to put talent around them. The Texans are in that position. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not leveraged financially. We didn't take the salary cap into account to this, and I'll tell you why. It's the next team on this list yep. and my team. The Jets and the Jaguars are proof positive of why I do not care how much salary cap space you have. It means absolutely nothing to me. Right. What matters most is how your how well built is your front office and whether or not they can spend the money wisely. And that's just something that Houston doesn't have going for it. I have no faith in Nick Casario. No, I have no faith in anything Houston. None. And you take those two teams and the team that comes in at 30, and those are the three most listless franchises in the NFL. The third one among those at number 30, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville, you have one really good thing working for you. His name is Trevor Lawrence. Your coaching selection should be pandered to that, Mm -hmm. which is why I've been screaming Byron Leftwich's name from the rooftops for a solid week now. Mm -hmm. But the thing that hurts you the most is the fact that you have a clown of an owner and you have the worst, one of the worst general managers in the league. Yeah, the Trent, Trent Balky and, and Chad Connor, what put them this low? Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to be really bad when I think you are set with a quarterback on a rookie deal, and you're still this low. I mean, they're twenty nine or lower in front office owner and overall talent score. Mm-hmm. That should really tell you everything you need to know. You have something that ready marks you to be markedly higher than this. And you still can't do it. Nope. 
Not as long as Trent Balky's in town, and that's why nobody wants to take your job. But these three are proof positive of exactly what it is that this whole scale is meant to do. I'll use the example that was thrown out in the comments. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. You have one of the best owners in sports. You have one of the best front offices in sports. Take your time. You're not going to be as low as you think you will be. Right. You get killed at quarterback, but eh, that's built into the scale because I have the confidence in your front office to find one where I do not have the confidence in the Jaguars to keep one or develop them. Agreed. At number 29, we got the New York Giants. This really didn't surprise me all that much except they do have a favorable deal with daniel jones mm-hmm. i mean daniel jones whether you like him or not you still have time on him you're not committed to him you're not locked into him so Dayball can go trial year he can then if that doesn't work out now you're in a slightly more precarious situation yeah but but i mean if you find a quarterback obviously that's going to help your score because you're very high up there on the quarterback contract part of this because mm-hmm. it's a it's a nice it's a nice little deal. You haven't had to kick in the option yet. Mm-hmm. You don't have to kick in the option. Now you're taking your life in your hands if you don't do that. But at the end of the day, if Daniel, I got to ask this on a show that I did a, a few weeks ago, if Daniel Jones was in this draft, knowing what you know of him now, how many quarterbacks would you take over him? The answer was Sam Howell. That's it. Mm-hmm. I like him better than Matt Coral. I like him better than Malik Willis. I like him better than all the other quarterbacks in this draft. Even Kenny Pickett. Yeah. What you am like I going to say? Pickett a lot. Oh, the the, the tiny. He's hands. just got. He's Chad Pennington. That's exactly what I think. He's a slightly faster version of Chad Pennington. Okay, that's it. Okay. I mean, yeah. If he goes to Pittsburgh, you're probably going to be in great shape. If he winds up getting overdrafted and goes to the Saints, tease and peace. Yep. At number twenty-eight. this this we don't want to do this but we have to i mean the the numbers don't lie the numbers don't lie the carolina panthers come in at number 28 with a total score of 117 hey at least i went eye test and i and i put you above the giants because you did and that is the tiebreaker for all ties we just looked at each other and went which one's better yeah and it's the carolina panthers they are loaded with talent in my opinion the problem is i just don't know what you have yet i mean you got an ownership the ownership has taken its beatings over the last two years with the matt rule thing hey you might get lucky jim harbaugh is interviewing for an nfl job on signing day so i do kind of like the chances that he's going to take one and matt rule of course that whole situation still stands before them the problem with carolina is that you're they're the only team in the nfl to the best of my recollection that has 20s at everything. Mm-hmm. Ownership's average. Pretty much everything you've got is average. Now, what can sway that? If I can't believe I'm about to say this out loud. If Ben McAdoo can figure out how to use Sam Darnold. Because I, I was asked that conversely, too. If Sam Darnold was in this draft, where would he go? Number one, and it wouldn't even be a thought. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't even think about it. Any team in the NFL. Agreed. He is still that talented, and he's still very young. So there is something to be said for that. The problem is that you got him on the backside of a rookie deal, so you don't get that bump. No, you don't. You're going to now have to pay him this year. You're locked into that. There's nothing you can do about it. Mm -hmm. And and, and Panther fans, I hate to tell you this, he is your starter. Oh, yeah. You can opine Cam Newton. You can opine rookie quarterback. You can opine whatever you want to. Sam Darnold will be the starter of this team. Yeah, somebody's got to be able to figure out how to unlock the talent in Sam Darnold. 
right now, though, you have one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. You also have one of the worst contracts in the league because you're paying him eighteen and eighteen point eight million dollars this year. And you think that one's markedly worse than I do? It's just, I mean, it's one year. Mm-hmm. All right, if it goes sideways, you're out of. Of course, I I firmly believe the Ryan Tannehill deal is worse than that, and you didn't, and I can't wrap my head around that. Because I mean, at least at least I have a good quarterback. I get I'm paying him a whole whole lot more money, but at least I have a good quarterback out of that. At number twenty seven. This is where the Atlanta Falcons drop in with a score of 115 total. If you're just joining us, we're, we're going to all of these scores, owner score, front office, quarterback talent, quarterback contract, and overall talent on your team makes your composite score to tell us where your future lies. And the problem for Atlanta is that you have a middle-of-the-road quarterback, you have one of the best owners in this league, and you're still dreadfully bad. Let's have a huge talent deficiency, and you're paying an old quarterback. Got one more year of that. Then yep. you can get out from underneath it. But Matt Ryan will be the starter in Atlanta again. Because mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's going to be signing up for $91 million to I, Matt Ryan. I don't know that I've ever seen a team that was on a treadmill more than the Falcons after they lost that Super Bowl. I mean, they've been in the same exact position for five years now. Mm-hmm. Different coaches, different schemes. It, it doesn't matter. You have a quarterback that will only take you so far. Now he's really expensive. Mm-hmm. You don't have the talent around you. The, the Calvin Ridley thing is a mess. But you'll end up getting draft capital for him. And you hit on a couple draft picks, and, and a year or two from now, this could be a markedly different story. Let's hope so. Hope so for those dirty birds. But Atlanta is a really good proof positive of why this formula works, in my opinion. Atlanta is not in that New York Giants-Detroit Lions tier. And there's only one reason for that. There have been multiple GMs. There have been multiple head coaches. What has never changed? The quarterback. Arthur Blank. Oh, yeah. Arthur Blank has never changed. If it wasn't for him, that team could be a train wreck. (laughs) It's a very good point. The Chicago Bears come in at number 26. They have a total score of 113 when you look at everything. Of which we will put the entire scoreboard out on social media after this show. Mm-hmm. If you're over 100, you're not good at all. No, we had 10. We had we had 10 teams have over 100. And the Chicago Bears in the, pay, in the place that they sit right now with Justin Fields, Ryan Poles coming in as their general manager, like it's hard to get an accurate score on how you feel that front office is going gonna, is gonna to operate. And, and I like Ryan Poles. He's a former player. Mm-hmm grinder to the highest level and that was kind of factored in the problem with chicago is that you traded up to get a quarterback when you weren't ready to trade up and get a quarterback because the things around him are not good enough Mm -hmm. so you're going to waste all of those rookie scale years on a team that's what six and eleven i mean best case scenario and i know i kind of slammed matt eberflus but it was more because of what he does not who he is best case scenario what's he gonna do go six and eleven yeah Somewhere in there. If Luke, was it Luke Getze? Is that his, mm-hmm. how you pronounce his name? Yep. If he comes in and he is the best offensive coordinator you've ever seen, they go 7-10 and 10 and Justin Fields looks like a pro bowler. Uh, well, you're the, the prize at the end of that rainbow. Well, now you get to hire a new offensive coordinator because he'll be a head coach somewhere. Right. New scheme, new things. It's just a perpetual cycle. And that seems to be what the Bears and teams like that have lived on forever. At number 25 on the, uh, the the future composite score here, we have 
The Washington no. soon to be something else's. <laughs> the football team slash commanders slash admirals, whatever. 110 was the uh, overall score here on everything that we looked at. I mean, the the best thing this team has going for it is it is loaded with talent. And that's the sad part of this. When your ownership in your front office are this bad, where are you ever going to get? Mm-hmm. I mean, name me a team in NFL history that has ever had a superiorly bad owner that won a championship. Right. I, I'll save you the trouble because I did this before we ever did this. There's not one. Mm-hmm. People say, oh, Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones was not Jerry Jones in the mid-90s. And you may, Jerry Jones became Jerry Jones after those teams. Right. And you may ask, how can this team be so talented? They ended up at 14 overall on the talent scale. And then we have their front office at 26. Well, it was the front office that built the talent, right? Well, I mean, Well, I mean, some of this kinda. you couldn't screw up. You had them the second pick with Chase Young on the board. I mean, you could have taken somebody else, but I, I don't think you can do that and have an IQ above salad dressing. Right. Plus, it's a little, you know, it's a it's a newer a newer GM there. So, well, I mean, the, the front I, I, office part of that, I've seen multiple different GMs in Washington. Mm-hmm. You know, what's never changed. Guys walking out the door for nothing, and you paying big contracts to guys that come in and don't do squat. Right. Right. We're through uh, the first seven. Let's take a quick break here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. First hour, always brought to you by Ingles. Low prices, love the savings will continue after this. I'm so excited because I'm I'm at the quarter pole. I'm at the quarter pole with PhD weight loss. 120 pounds is my goal, and I'm down in nine weeks, 30 pounds. I am having great success with the uh, PhD weight loss program. And Jeremy, uh, I know I've got you beat by a little bit, but again, I had more weight to lose than you did. Uh, you beat me to it. I was going to say that exact, exact same thing to defend myself. Yes. I am down 21 pounds. And one of the things I love about this so much is the convenience. That's how I got into this shape in the first place. Fast food was always more convenient. Now I have healthy, nutritious food that's actually good for me and good for my goals, thanks to PhD weight loss. And we're looking good when you look at the look at the two of us. You can tell the the, the weight has just fallen off with PhD. And if you need to do the same thing, you've got health issues like type two diabetes. They can they can help you alleviate those problems by getting rid of that unwanted fat. MyPhDWeightLoss.com. MyPhDWeightLoss.com. So much of life these days is rushing around from one place to another. Sometimes you just want to enjoy the journey on the way to the destination. And part of what makes it a little more enjoyable is an appreciation for the folks who help you get there. At Ingalls, we know that the people who send you on your way are the same ones who keep you coming back. I think you should take it for a spin. Are you serious? (laughs) Ingalls, all the ingredients for family. The Sportsocracy. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. And welcome back into the Sportsocracy on ESPN. Asheville heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And we are projecting the future here. We're taking the state of the NFL. We have gone through the markers that we feel are important to the success of an NFL franchise. How good is your ownership? How good is your front office? What's your quarterback well, situation like? Well, those are the things like? that never change. Right. People get locked into coaches, and coaches do 100% matter. Mm-hmm. Your owner matters more than your coach does, and I will argue that to the death. Yep. 
And if you don't believe me, look at the Baltimore Ravens, Pittsburgh Steelers, Green Bay Packers, uh, just a slew of teams that are in that vicinity. What never changes? Your ownership. Mm-hmm. What does change? Your coach. Andy Reid leaves. Oh, let's say Andy Reid retired tomorrow. Do you think the walls would come tumbling around in Kansas City? No. No. They'd give the job to Eric Bieniemy or Mike Kafka, right? and it would be just fine. By the way, he is one of the finalists for the New York Giants offensive coordinator job. Kafka? Yeah. Nice. Which would officially give them my favorite staff of this whole hiring cycle. <laughs> and we would probably go back to being the worst team in New York all over again. Well, uh, we have worked our way through the uh, the first several teams here on the list, 25 through 32 at number 24 on the future prognostication the new orleans saints new orleans saints come in with a total score of 107 they do really well when it comes to ownership but when it comes to the the quarterback situation we all know it's not good well you just can't be in this shape you know sean payton was the great elixir he made trevor simeon look like a decent quarterback in the nfl Mm -hmm. he's not now you're going to turn the job over to Dennis Allen. What do you think is going to happen? The defense will still be good, and you're not going to be able to score. Every team in the NFL knows exactly what you're doing. And you're so good that you're never going to be in the top ten. I would argue even with Dennis Allen, you're not going to be in the top ten. So you never get a shot at that high-level quarterback, and you just play this perpetual cycle of, what well, could be Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill or Trevor Simeon or n- name young quarterback X. Right. Well, I mean, Trevor Simeon kills it because that's a bad contract. I mean, paying $12 million a year to a guy who part-time plays quarterback. That's Taysom Hill, not Trevor Simeon. Is that what I said? Yeah. I apologize. Yeah, well, I mean, but that only works if he plays quarterback. I, and I'll be honest with you, if I'm Dennis Allen, I don't know who my quarterback is. I can tell you who it's not. It ain't going to be Taysom Hill. I am not paying you that to play quarterback. <laughs> well, it's the only one you got under contract for the coming year. So nah, it's fine. You can resign James Winston somehow with well, all with all of your 74 a, million dollars under everybody the cap. makes a big deal about how over the cap they are you can continue to fix this if you don't want to just fall off the world you can remedy this situation mm-hmm. well, the problem is that every time you do that it gets worse on the backside. right so i think that your tampa bay buccaneers are about to find out firsthand <laughs> uh, at number 23 it is the New York Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I was really happy to see us this high. New York Jets with a total score of 105. Well, it all comes to your rookie quarterback. You scored that really, certainly really, doesn't hurt. Right, you scored really, really high because in the quarterback contract because, you know, you got three more years left on a number two pick in the draft. And the thing that this scale almost, it was not intended to do this, but it really did. It's almost a hope scale. Mm-hmm. That's basically what this became, is who has hope? The Jets have, right now, more hope than the New Orleans Saints. Mm-hmm. A lot of people would gristle, but New England or New Orleans is more talented. Okay, how are you going to get over that hump? There is a path to the Jets doing it. Do I believe in that front office? No. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. Do I believe in that ownership group? No. I believe in gas station sushi more than I believe in that ownership group. Right. And I also, but, look, at, I, I also look at youth with these teams. New Orleans, their talent is getting older. And, well, I mean, New York's is as well, but they're really young to start with. So I think you have to give the give the nod to, to the New York Jets here. Um, 
Are you are you are you still out on your or are you in on your front office situation? I mean, I'm I'm fine with Joe Douglas. I always have been. I think he's a really smart scout, and he just completely robbed the Seattle Seahawks on a deal for Jamal Adams. Very true. That's why he's bumped up as high as he is. Now, some of the free agent deals, uh, yeah, those look like every Jets front office member I've ever seen before him. Uh, Pretty much. Uh, We'll continue down the list in just a moment. First, let's get just a bit outside. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. The NFL has a new undertaking. They need to find out better how to manage pain amongst their athletes. And so they are awarding $1 million in research funding to two teams of medical researchers that are going to study the effects of cannabinoids on pain management. They are trying to figure out how can we use cannabis, weed, whatever, all of this to help guys through their chronic pain now the, the problem with this is that so many people use these nowadays so many people use cbd and stuff like that that it's such a great seller that there hasn't been this is what the league says anyway that there hasn't been definitive studies that tell you how well cannabinoids work for pain management i think i don't think i've ever met a doctor who didn't say yeah that works you should do that I mean, it can't hurt anything. <laughs> right. I mean, it might push your Funyun bill a little higher, but that's a little bit. about it. A little bit. But, I, I mean, I, I think this is a great move by the NFL. It's a, uh, what did they call it in the article? A progressive move by the NFL. to Because, I mean, how much longer are we going to continue? Or, how you know, we're trying to get away from all of the pain pills and the shots and all of that. If you can use cannabis among the uh nfl players to manage their pain i think it's the best way to go i really do lincoln riley found something to manage his pain his former quarterback, <laughs> New quarterback. caleb williams announced he is transferring to usc in what might possibly be the most no kidding headline i've ever seen in my life do you even know who the other candidates for him were no you're wearing one of their logos georgia doesn't he chose me. the trojans over ucla if he had gone to ucla i swear to you i would have you could have given me plus 20 trillion on that and i would have said <laughs> caleb williams is not going to play with chip kelly right uh, against lincoln riley mm-hmm. going back to oklahoma and wisconsin okay i'm going to say this and i i, I want it on record that i said these two things and i said them together usc just became the big scary monster out west Mm -hmm. they will be in the top five to start next season Mm -hmm. you mark my words that i said that and they are going to be really difficult to play there's nobody in the pac-12 that will be within a touchdown of them ever they will not play one game in conference next year where they're not more than a touchdown favorite okay and that's why lincoln riley went to usc yeah he saw a cap on oklahoma with them going to the sec Mm -hmm. we're never gonna be the no doubt best thing or i can go out west bring everybody with me i'm the best coach on this coast by a mile Mm -hmm. oh yeah and i live in la Mm -hmm. the other thing i want to say is jackson dart will win a heisman at ole miss with lane kiffin okay that's where he transferred 
I was I was bouncing back and forth if I wanted to continue my because I said he would do it with Lincoln Riley when Lincoln Riley took the USC job. Right. Yeah, I don't care. Really? After Lane Kiffin's uh, what, what do you call himself, the Portal King? Mm-hmm. He photoshopped himself <laughs> on Joe Exotic's face and put a big placard on a tiger's face that said portal Mm -hmm. he is the portal king i love i love lane kiffin i I saw transfer i love lane kiffin there is no coach in all of college football that i love more than lane kiffin and i think the recruits believe that as well a hundred percent they do that's why he does it Mm -hmm. but caleb williams officially to usc in the least surprising story i think i have ever told all right, as we are continuing to uh, count down the uh, state of the NFL, where all these franchises stand on their futures, what's it look like? At number 22, we have the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders come in with a total score of 103. And I gave, look, I, I Jeremy and I did all the legwork on this. I did the, uh, I did the talent ranking. Are you proud of me? I had Derek Carr at 11. Well, I mean, you couldn't have him any lower than that i'm just you always talk about how i poo poo the raiders i at least give them credit for that because i think it's a good contract as well he's the great elixir for the raiders because there have been you know and look i gotta give mike mayock credit he did hit on you know a nate hobbs a max crosby the problem is if you look at the halls on these teams since he got there they were not good and there are spots of this roster that are just bereft of talent Mm -hmm. now you're bringing in somebody that's experienced running a team, and I, I am air quoting that as high as I can because he came from Bill. He was the de facto GM. I think this job is better than this. Is the one team that I saw where they were, and I went, "That's too low." Mm-hmm. Because there's at least three teams directly in front of them that they're they have a better prognosis moving forward. I, I I on some parts I would agree. No, this other, is on all parts. On other parts, I go. I look at it and go. I don't know much about Dolph Ziggler. I don't. Uh, I don't believe in Josh McDaniels. Well, Dolph Ziggler's a wrestler. Dave Ziggler <laughs> is the new GM of the Raiders. Right. I just. I don't know where that's going to take them. And I hope that. I hope it works. But I'm still. I'm still iffy on it. Number twenty one. This is the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, and to me, this is stupid. This is where the scale, like, there needs to be something added to or that, or I need to go back and look at your numbers and see where you... Boo-boo kitty. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because Seattle is about as listless as they come. The ownership group, and that's where all of this comes from. Mm-hmm. Paul Allen would do anything to win. I am not convinced that his sister is in the same spot. Because that team has regressed every single year since she's been the majority owner. Mm-hmm. But you still have Russ. And, For now. And, and Russ is going to cure a lot of ills if he stays around and you can make that work. Yeah, you had Russ this year. How'd that work out? Mm-hmm. Thank you for the tenth pick, by the well, way. He was, I'm really happy that you gave us the tenth pick he for. He was also Adams. hurt for several games, so. And we've already talked about this. They would have won no more games than they did with him <laughs> than they did without him. 98 your total score for the seattle seahawks uh i don't think this is as listless of a franchise as you do i feel like as long as you have russ in the building and you have those receivers how long can you keep the band together that's the only thing that you have there were two teams on this entire scale that i went nope needed to add something got 30 of them right 
the two that were wrong were back-to-back. Seattle's too high, mm-hmm. and the Raiders are too low. Okay. At number 20, we have the Denver Broncos. And for me, that feels about right. You got some instability. Now, the thing that could change this drastically is who buys this team. Yes. The owners, they announced today it is officially going to be up for sale. They're hoping to get the team sold by the start of next year. And this is going to demolish the record for the the highest price tag on a franchise ever. I mean, it's $4.5 million at least. It may go higher than that. Mm-hmm. And if you get the right... See, this is one of those times that I was looking at it and go, how is Mark Cuban not going to bid on the uh, on the Denver Broncos? I know he's got an NBA <laughs> Has he team. wanted to get I into football? Ca- oh, he wanted to get into baseball, and they wouldn't let him because, well, baseball. baseball. I, I don't see how the, the really affluent, the really liquid, that you can't keep out of the NFL because of how hard it is to pass those mm-hmm. benchmarks. I don't see how somebody like that doesn't look at Peyton Manning and John Elway and go, hey, you guys want to throw 40 bucks at this? And I'll, uh, I'll just pick up the rest uh this is a team i really like their talent i understand they don't have a quarterback i mean they got drew lock he's the he's the one that brought the talent level down and it's a fairly okay deal so he ended up in the middle of the pack but whatever they decide to do at quarterback they need to hit a home run and if they do super bowl team yeah scott cutshaw said in our comments peyton's in two groups bidding that are bidding for them as he should be. He should be attached to every one of them. I don't care who the money guy is. You look at Peyton and go, oh, come on, Peyton. You're, yeah, I mean, I'll give you 5% of the team just for being the face. <laughs> right. Go go straight see Steve Bashotti. You will never see me. I'll be up in a booth and they'll show me on television. Peyton's the guy that talks. You get the Derek Jeter deal, like the Derek Jeter deal with uh, with the Miami Marlins. Where you just kind of become the face of everything. Yeah, you're just the guy. You yeah. go do the things. I'll <laughs> right. I'll sit back here and worry about this money. Right. Denver Broncos at number 20 with an overall score of 98. At number 19, it's the Cleveland Browns. The you Browns get killed by two things. Uh-huh. Your quarterback and your kooky madooky owner. Mm-hmm. Your quarterback contract is not good. Your Your, your quarterback is not good. No. And but everything and else stuck. is phenomenal. That's the problem. I'll be honest with you. The fact you didn't have them at thirty two because you did the contract scores. Yes. The fact you didn't have him thirty two blows my mind. Because there's no way you don't pay him. None. Oh uh, well, I mean I mean you can't take that into account. We 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 both know that Matt Ryan is the worst contract currently in the NFL. He's the worst one that Penn's been put to paper. They should not. They should not sign him. I'm sure they're going to though. Baker I, Mayfield's contract is like when you say you're when you're at a you know you're out at a at a bar or restaurant with your friends you say oh I'm gonna leave and they go have one more he's the one more of right. the NFL right you know it's coming you know it's a bad idea but you're gonna do it I mean I'd lowball the heck out of it you're, they're not going to fifteen million dollars a year that's all I'm that's all I'm gonna give you <laughs> and see what you could do with that because I don't know. I mean, there are other teams that are going to jump up to pay him if he doesn't get paid by the Browns. I just implore the Browns not to be the ones to do it. Well, the problem for them is that they've drafted so well that a lot of their players are getting ready to get very expensive. Mm -hmm. And so your talent pool, which is what buoyed them up in the past, is going to just thin aggressively. Right. As soon as you pay Baker, you can't afford to pay other guys. Mm -hmm. And that's the catch-22, and that's the definition of purgatory in the NFL. At number 18... It's the Minnesota Vikings. 
They got a new GM in town. They're talking with Jim Harbaugh about coming to be the new coach. But as it looks for this team and the way it's built, uh, they got a they got a total score of ninety one on all of the uh, metrics that we used. Owner score of fifteen. Front office is twenty two. Quarterback talent is twelve. Quarterback contract at twenty six. Because I mean that's a lot for one year for forty five million dollars for Kirk Cousins is a lot. And their overall talent's really good at sixteen. I think that job that that was another one that instigated this idea. Because the Jim Harbaugh thing started breaking to Miami. Oh, he's going to go to Miami. If you told me I could have either one of those jobs, I'll take Minnesota 100 times out of 100 mm-hmm. and will not think twice about it. Yep. And that's coming from somebody that hates cold weather. I get Justin Jefferson and Irv Smith and Dalvin Cook and all these weapons. Uh, yeah, I'm fine. I'll find a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins, fine. I can draft a guy. Might could be Kellen Mond. Could be a lot of people. I'll take my chances. And I'll lather up and do it with with Minnesota a hundred times out of a hundred. Okay. So you you want to keep Kirk Cousins for the for the one year you have him, or are you going to try to trade him and get uh, something out of I'm, him? For me, I'm fine with Kirk Cousins. I mean, if he if he walks, he walks. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving you another ninety million guaranteed. No. But I mean, for another year, yeah, I have no problem with that. Okay. That team's close enough to contention. I agree. I have always thought Minnesota was poorly coached. And then you put somebody like Jim Harbaugh in that, oh, that would be two teams in the NFC that just crushed this hiring cycle. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Jacksonville Jaguars are waiting two weeks to talk to Kevin O'Connell. <laughs> you, you remember that ownership thing I th- said? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Next up is the Philadelphia Eagles at number 17. They get, they got a score, total score of 90 and again you're killed by your quarterback. You just don't he doesn't have the talent and that's the one thing on this list, well, overall talent as well. And that's about to change because you have three first round picks. Of course. And that's going to so take long a as market you don't jump. completely typhoon the draft. Their grade could be 15 points better 3 months from now. Mm-hmm. And you put that around your cheap quarterback. We've just seen this happen before. My my belief on quarterbacks is changing by the day. What do you mean? I have always thought you had to have the no doubt top five in the league quarterback. Mm-hmm. I am not as sold on that anymore. I mean, I, I've never thought it's a necessity that oh, you have to have one of the guys. Um, but you have to have at least a guy who's in the top half of the league. You can't. You can't have a completely terrible. Yeah, I mean, look at look at Cleveland. Jalen Hurts will be fine for two more years. He'll be fine with the amount of talent they're going to put around him because I do believe in Jeffrey Lurie and I do believe in Howie Roseman. Mm-hmm. I think they will be fine. Am I telling you you're going to win a Super Bowl? No. But you're in drastically better shape than a lot of other teams in this league. And you'll be able to compete for your division. Mm-hmm. Now, what you do from there, I, I don't know. Right. Because I'm not going to pay Jalen Hurts. But two years on a rookie deal, you took him in the second round. You're going to have one of the cheapest starting quarterbacks in the NFL. You can just flood this roster with talent. And yep. Philadelphia is an attractive place to go. Yep. I understand how it would work. So that's your that's your bottom 16 in the NFL. We'll do the top 16 coming up in the, uh, in the second hour of the program after we do green on green, after Sports Center as well. But, but, but there you go. You got Philadelphia, Minnesota, Cleveland, Denver, and Seattle – Las Vegas, New York Giants, New York Jets, excuse me, New Orleans, Washington, 
Chicago, and then it goes Atlanta and Carolina, the NFC South, well represented in the bottom of this list, and then the New York Giants, the Jacksonville Jaguars, Houston Texans, and lastly, the Detroit Lions as the worst teams in the NFL, least amount of future as far as our prognostication goes for these teams. Any surprises in that bottom in that bottom 16? No, I, I still maintain the Raiders are too are, are too low and mm-hmm. the Seahawks are too high. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you have? Do you think Las Vegas should have been a top half team? Vegas is ahead of every team we've done so far for me. Okay, I just I I can't get down there of uh, of the teams that are on this list. I look at Denver and I think that's the team. Depending on what happens with the quarterback. And we couldn't figure in what's going to happen. No. We yeah, could only you have fig- to keep Aaron Rodgers right. in Green Bay. You have to do right because and we originally we were going to play quarterback matchmaker, which we're going to do uh, next week yes. instead. Yes, you can't factor those things in because if you're wrong, it completely boo boos the argument. Mm-hmm. But I, I, the Denver thing—you've always been higher on Denver than I am. I have because they they have they are loaded with talent on the defensive side, and now the only piece missing. I mean, you think about and that. I don't think it's the only piece. missing. Really? No. What else on offense do they need other than maybe an offensive lineman or two? It would be, I would say, a couple of offensive linemen. I'm not as sold the defense is going to be as good as you think it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah. Really, to me, I look at it and go, okay, what do you really have outside of the weapons? Because the defense, you don't have Von Miller anymore. Right. Oh, we got Bradley Chubb. Oh, you mm-hmm. mean the guy that lives hurt all the time? Yeah, sorry, I'm not giving credit for that. Right. I mean, he's not a negative, but I'm not jumping up and down about it. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, you've got, I think you view the Broncos the way I view the Raiders. I, and I think you're probably right about that. And the discrepancy for me between Derek Carr and anything that's going to end up in, in Denver makes up for that. I would agree. I mean, unless, uh, unless, don't say Aaron Rodgers, unless. don't say Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> you put Jimmy Garoppolo on that team, I like them a little better. Than the Raiders? No, no, no. Okay. No, was, no, no, than they are currently. Like, Jimmy G would be, it wouldn't be a marked step up, would Ooh, it? I ruffled some 49ers fans yesterday. How's I'm so? mad ruffled some, some 49er feathers. Just speaking the truth. Mm-hmm. about jimmy garoppolo not I, I getting the brain quinn say the exact same thing i said this morning and went hmm wonder if you listen to him yeah because all i got was a lot of very poorly spelled uh i believe they were intended to be obscenities right he's and jeremy's thing is he shouldn't be getting all the all the blame jimmy g should not be uh saddled with that sombrero for the loss in the playoffs yeah. and i agree i'll agree with you Jimmy Garoppolo is very good. He is a steady quarterback, Mm -hmm. and he is going to be better if he ends up in Denver than Teddy Bridgewater was. But oh, that's not even a debate to me. But but what I'm saying is, does it drastically improve this team? Will it drastically improve their record if Jimmy G is their quarterback? Maybe by two games. Oh no, I think it would be drastic. You think so? You told me right now, Jimmy Garoppolo wound up in Denver. What they go eight and nine this year, nine and eight? Yeah, somewhere in there. I would go probably eleven and oh, that division's so tough. Though. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, yeah, it's two games, but those are two really big games. Those are two not a playoff team to a playoff team games. Right. That's not like the Lions going from two and fifteen to four and thirteen. Right. That is the jump. Mm-hmm. Then you get in the tournament and we well, see what happens. Yep. We are here in the sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. Uh, so you've had a heart, hot streak lately. How did uh, Green on Green go for you last night? Oh, two no. and two last night. I got burned by an overtime. I was so right until I wasn't. Until you weren't. Sixers. Oh, oh Sixers. Mm-hmm. That's the team that's uh, the Sixers and the uh new orleans pelicans yeah i think i'll go back to that well tonight all right we got green on green coming up just a little bit here on espn Asheville. uh just a programming note tonight at seven o'clock we will have the pregame show starting for the north carolina tar heels getting ready to take on the louisville cardinals we'll see if they can improve and win their fourth game in a row Tonight here on ESPN, Asheville tip-off set for 8 o'clock. Pre-game starts at 7. Green on Green is coming up next. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. Hey, guys. I'm Ziggy, your local Philly girl, owner of Ziggy's Bakery and Deli. I've created a traditional northern deli with only the most authentic cheesesteaks outside of Philadelphia served with provolone, white American, or cheese Whiz. Our other classic deli sandwiches are made with the best quality meats and cheeses available sliced by the pound. Join us for breakfast for house-made bagels with our custom cream cheeses. Or for something heartier, try a pork roll egg and cheese or house-cured lox. Ziggy's Bakery and Deli in the corner of Asheville Commons, 1550 Hendersonville Road, open 8 to 3, Tuesday through Saturday. Coffee's the closers on. Get them the money! Then we get the money. You get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the work. Sometimes you get lucky and sometimes you get unlucky. Last night I did both. I got very lucky that the Miami Heat played absolutely no one. So they got run off the floor. And I got unlucky that the Sixers tied it late and went to overtime and not only got me against the number, got me in the over-under as well. Oh. Tonight, four picks in the NBA. The first one said Miami Heat. They play tonight in toronto and i have a funny feeling it's gonna look more like that miami heat team you're used to and less like that albatross of a disaster that was last night against the boston celtics the heater a two and a half point dog i like them outright i think they're going to win this game outright they're good enough defensively toronto's still playing in front of no one so the home court advantage does not mean that much to me night arrest fully loaded heat team give me the heat plus two and a half the golden state warriors are a two and a half point favorite tonight at san antonio this is an overreaction Clay Thompson may not play. Draymond Green likely won't play. I do not care because this San Antonio team is dreadfully bad. And we saw last night exactly what Steph Curry can do when you motivate him. Kevin Porter Jr., maybe don't talk smack to Steph Curry because exactly what happened to you last night will continue to happen to you. I'm taking the Warriors minus two and a half. Finally, the Detroit Pistons are home tonight to the New Orleans Pelicans. Detroit's a two and a half point favorite over under 215 and a half. 
These are two of the slowest teams in the NBA. They're ne- neither's at full strength. I don't think Brandon Ingram's going to play in this game, and if he doesn't, I love the under. I'm taking the under regardless, so I'll go under 215 and a half. Detroit's going to run them off the floor. This this New Orleans team is not overly impressive. Give it to Detroit, minus two and a half. Money's out there. You pick it up, it's yours. You don't, I got no sympathy for you. And, of course, you can take those wagers over to betus.com, betus.com. Use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY, and that will give you 125% deposit bonus. Sportsocracy is the promo code at betus.com. Jeremy, it Ar- is uh, – go ahead. Armchair gave me a live update. The Warriors have gone down to plus five. Uh-huh. uh-huh. See, I'm going to have all that. I don't care about Clay Thompson. I don't care about Draymond Green. San Antonio is horrid. Jeremy and I are on the uh, path to weight loss with PhD weight loss. Dr. Ashley Lucas, former professional athlete herself, has worked with professional athletes all about finding the proper nutrition to help you burn fat. And burning the unwanted fat is exactly what we need to happen for us. We have a a combined weight loss goal of 200 pounds lost on this program. And so far, we're already over 50 pounds. I've lost more than 30. Jeremy has lost more than 20 pounds and uh you know it you never face any pressure when you go into these offices right jeremy no and this is the lowest i have weighed since i was 24 years old and the best i have felt since i was in high school nutritious convenient food and i'm burning weight falling off of me and they are all about keeping you on the path and keeping you energized to lose the weight all you got to do is just go to myphdweightloss.com myphdweightloss.com today and set up your consultation He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green, Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. It is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. Welcome back into the sportsocracy here in the Ingalls studio. And... No, if you're tuning in, you're just getting off work. This is not the place for the Tom Brady memorials. Um, look, we all know who Tom Brady is. We know how great he is. We don't need to beleaguer this point over and over and over again. And we've got a whole lot of time to talk about what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to do with their quarterback situation because that's what everybody wants to know. How are the champs going to get back on top, Jeremy? They're not. They're, do- <laughs> They're not. Don't 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 try to poo on my parade. This is one of those times that people are going to waste more time on a story that goes absolutely nowhere. Right. Will they make a move for Jimmy Garoppolo or Aaron Rodgers? No. No, no they won't. Because they're crushed against the salary cap. Much more likely you ride with Kyle Trask. Mm-hmm. See what he's got. Give him a year. If I'm Bruce Arians, I am looking for the... Uh, the exit? exit strategy <laughs> i wish we could do it to where we could keep byron leftwich that would be awesome well if jacksonville keeps messing that up you have uh there is a possibility that you can do yeah. that see if i was byron i'd be sitting down with bruce right now going hey don't you want to retire right now don't you want to go out on top just let me have this job i could easily easily make the the argument that jacksonville's a better job than yours right now Hmm. Okay. Agree to disagree, but whatever. I, I mean, they have the quarterback, obviously. But other than that, that's the only thing that they have 
over the Tampa franchise. Anyway, yes, Tom Brady retiring today officially made his statement said he's no longer going to uh he's going to he's no longer going to make the commitment to do the things that it takes to do day in and day out to be a superstar in the NFL any longer. So 22 years it's all over for Tom Brady. What we're talking about is the state of the NFL and each and every NFL franchise. Jeremy and I have come up with, uh, well, Jeremy came up with the uh, the formula here on how can we tell who's got a good future and who doesn't. So we've we ranked everybody five different ways. As far as quarterback talent, your overall talent on your roster, your quarterback's contract, because that matters a lot for what you can do going down the road, how your front office is uh, situated, and the ownership. And then we took all of that, combined the scores, and we came up with the overall state of the NFL rankings here. We've already gone through the bottom 16 teams in the NFL. Now it's time for the top half of the league. And the number one team, I hope he's listening, Brian Hall will be happy to know that at number 16, just on the bottom scale of the top half of the league, it's the Miami Dolphins coming in with an overall score of 88. They still have a young quarterback. They still have talent. I firmly believe they're going to hire Mike McDaniels, which is the right call. Mike McDaniel. Mm -hmm. I always want to put an S on his name, which is the right call to me. Uh, Sports freak Brian Hall calls him Doogie Hauser, and now I can't call him anything else. (laughs) because he is just a wispy little feller he is he is he looks it might be the only head coach in nfl history that's smaller than the kicker mm-hmm. he looks like a college kid but he is really bright keep the defensive staff intact mm-hmm. i mean you saw good things from miami yes the biggest attraction for them the front office has not been particularly good i don't love the fact that you're going to force whoever this coach is mm-hmm. you're going to force chris greer on them i don't like these arranged marriages See, I'm one of those, if I'm firing the coach, I'm I'm clean house. GM, too. Especially if you've had this many draft whiffs. And and I've even liked what he's done. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I I don't do the arranged marriage thing. That virtually never works out. Uh, But Stephen Ross, that's another another detraction for me. I would say their roster is top half of the league. You had it at 18, that's vaguely where I would be. Yeah, it's in the ballpark. But you still got a value in Tua for two more years. Mm Mm-hmm. After that, that could get very uncomfortable because we're halfway through the rookie deal. Right. Taking away the option, and I still don't know what I would do with him. Well, everybody thought he was auto, you know, it was it was definite. He's a bust after one year. I think he showed some improvement this year. Well, outside I don't of think Josh Rosen, to... you should really never say a quarterback's a bust after one year unless mm-hmm. it's Josh Rosen. It's very because a lot of people say that about Josh Allen after a year. We did we didn't unless you have a squirrel in your pocket there was no we Uh, (laughs) i'm saying those of us who doubted him after one year we did if anything i loved him more after a year because i watched him demolish the uh miami dolphins and went yeah that Mm -hmm. that's gonna be good Mm -hmm. i didn't think he would be quite this good i didn't think he'd be top three top five quarterback in the nfl but he is and go for them i don't think tua can ever get there though I, i don't either at number 15, this is uh, this is where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers fall in with an overall score of 85. you got a whole lot of talent on this team. You've got an excellent GM in Jason Light. The problem is you just lost Tom Brady, and on the talent scale of quarterbacks, you just went from top five to nothing. Because we, right, we don't know what Kyle Trask is. 
I think people say, oh, Kyle Trask has got to be better than Mason Rudolph. Uh, I don't no, know that. I, I don't, don't know, know that. that. I didn't love him coming out, and I don't love him in this. He fits Bruce Arians like I fit in a ballerina costume. That is a horrid idea. Why? Uh, Mr. No Risk It, No Biscuit does not need to turn things over to, to Kyle Trask. Mm-hmm. That's one of those where I would be see, you said Bruce and, and Byron Leftwood should be having a conversation. Yeah. I'm more looking at the Glazers and, and Jason Light going, Bruce, buddy, this is fun while it lasted. We can't afford to bring in another quarterback. And you turning this kid loose in that kind of offense, he could throw 700 interceptions. Mm-hmm. He tends to, th- he didn't get pressured a ton at Florida, and he loves throwing off his back foot. Yep. That has 25 interception season written all over it. I don't care how many throw at Florida. So we go right back to Jameis Winston. <laughs> or Jameis Winston-esque. It's not quite like that because Jameis didn't have to be pressured to do that. Jameis just, ah, Mike Evans done her somewhere. Right. You go get it. Right. But overall, this is a this is a very, very talented team. And I have scoffed at every time you were saying before Tom Brady retires or before he retired, you kept saying, as soon as he retires, you're going to be awful. No, no, we're not. We still you're have a be, lot you're not of talent. Be good. You're still in a very bad division. Mm-hmm. You're the highest team in this division by almost 10 full slots. Yep. But I wouldn't be shocked if somebody else won this division. Mm-hmm. That's how important that is. Yes. It's one thing to go from MVP caliber quarterback to journeyman backup. Mm-hmm. To take that level of roster and give it to a second-year quarterback that you took at the end of the second round, good luck with that. Even losing Tom Brady, there's only one team in that division that I'm afraid of. There should there should probably be more than that. Okay. The NFC South, going into the offseason, there is no division that is more up in the air than the NFC South. It's also, without a doubt, the worst division in football. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was, sorry I, Panther fans. I was talking about the Carolina Panthers. That's the one team I'm scared of. You should have some. You should have a healthy fear of the Saints. A little bit. And an understanding that the Falcons could beat you. Mm, yeah, maybe not. Um, at number 14, the Dallas Cowboys. They come in with a 78 overall score. And if you want to know how much the quarterback's contract matters, uh, here it is. Yeah. Because Dak Prescott's talent to how much he's being paid is 24th in the NFL. Mm -hmm. I just don't think he can ever be Mahomes-like or Joe Burrow or keep doing that. Right. It's been long enough, I think. He's been in this league long enough for us to go, okay, this is what he is. Well, I mean, after six years, you have to stop going, well, when he turns the corner, um, how far down the hall was that corner? (laughs) <laughs> right he's been walking at it for six years and i've never seen him turn it right so that's just who he is and you look at the roster the roster is incredibly top heavy mm-hmm. the one thing i will say is that with stephen jones making more decisions they've drafted better i mean micah parsons is a home run mm-hmm. but even that i look at and go okay you got a little lucky with trayvon diggs you needed a corner he was the only corner left and you kind of had to look at those things well, they've got another one. They've got Kelvin Joseph, who they drafted and got hurt. So, I mean, he's going to come and, in next and year, and he'll make a difference. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's a good pick. I can't tell you it's going to be a home run pick. No. But that roster's really top-heavy. Yeah. So you're going to start losing high-end players fast. 
with with Dak signed to the deal that he signed to. And there's I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. You couldn't not pay him and go to Cooper Rush, right? Who I could argue still the best Rush, certainly better than the band Rush. Oh, stop that! Mean, mean, got that all to do. Yeah, we did overrated bands yesterday. Oh, the, the bracket's uh, coming out tomorrow. In the uncensored third hour. Yeah, we had uh, the, the the tenor of that changed slightly in the happy hour. Yeah, we have a bracket that we'll, you'll be able to vote on. And don't miss out on any of our happy hours. You never know where they're going to go sometimes uh, and what is going to be said and what we're going to be laughing about. So definitely check those out, thesportsocracy.com. Just click on the live video link, hit subscribe on the YouTube channel, and you'll always be there when we're there. Or at least you'll get an alert for it. Uh, At number 13, we've got the Tennessee Titans. This falls back on quarterback contract again. They have the same score as the Dallas Cowboys. It's 78, but it is the quarterback contract that ranks at number 25 because over the next two years, you got to pay Ryan Tannehill $75 million. And I'm going to tie – Stephen Tow just said something in the comments, and I want to tie it into Ryan Tannehill. He said, why is Derek Carr okay, but Dak Prescott's awful? Because uh, one of them makes twice as much money as the other one does. And yes. I'm leveraged against him for four more years. Mm-hmm. Derek they're Carr's- the same quarterback. I, I hate to break this to anybody, Dak Prescott and Derek Carr, they're the same guy. Uh, one of them just makes $15 million more a year. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, Amari Cooper or DeMarcus Lawrence mm-hmm. or something of that level. Right. Ryan Tannehill, he's a step below this. He also makes more money than Derek Carr. Yes. So that's where that, that that's how that gets. Yeah, there. it's 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 not a great situation with the quarterback, but but at least he's a quarterback that has taken you to the playoffs and he's won you playoff games. Now it's time to take the next step. And you look at the rest of this roster, I mean their their talent is unbelievable. The and defense stepped up in a way this year that I didn't think was possible. The defense is good. Your grade on the front office is a little high to me. This is one of the worst drafting teams in the NFL, and it is not all that close. Mm-hmm. I think about the first-round picks over the last five years. One of them survived a year. Yeah, the Isaiah Wilson deal was not well, I got news for you. Favorable. Caleb Farley was not much better this year. I think he's better than Isaiah Wilson. I don't know that you can actually be that bad. Right. I would say that's probably the floor of how bad a draft pick can be. I'm sorry, I lost my list here, and it's a... Uh taking a second to pull it back up uh at number 12 it's the pittsburgh steelers ben roethlisberger is gone he's he's out the door and what are they going to do without big ben you got to find a you got to find a place to 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 you know find that quarterback talent because right now you got mason rudolph and he is as you can tell by the graphic 31 out of 32 starting quarterbacks in the nfl projected for next year anyway this is the best example of how important upstairs is. Because you asked, what are they going to do at quarterback? Yep. Figure it out. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what I think they'll do. Mike Tomlin, uh, I believe Omar Khan will be the next GM. The Rooney family, they're going to do what they've done for 40 years. They're going to figure it out. They will find a way to be competitive. What that path is, I do not know. Mm-hmm. I can't get away from Kenny Pickett winding up there. Because with those weapons and his intelligence and his, he's a much smaller, slightly more mobile version of of what Ben was eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Not prime time Ben, but the slightly diminished early thirties Ben 
you're getting a very compact version of that in Kenny Pickett. So yeah. I, I'm a big fan of that. Mm-hmm. But this is one of those teams I just look at and go, you've been good basically my entire life. Well, there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Different quarterbacks, different coaches, none of that matters. You just continue to find a way to figure it out. And that's where I'm at with Pittsburgh. The only knock I have on that entire roster, you don't have a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Everything else is fine. Everything and you, else? And you made the playoffs with, uh, were there five quarterbacks in the NFL worse than Ben Roethlisberger this year? No. Because PFF says there's not. I don't and think I tend to agree with them. So you made the playoffs with that. You don't have to have Aaron Rodgers to be better than that. Virtually any quarterback you can bring in there would be better than what you got from Ben this year. Mm-hmm. Mason Rudolph, not applicable. I was going to say anything. Please don't do that. I, right. I, I was going to say any quarterback that you can bring in there, they're going to be better than Mason mm-hmm. Rudolph. And that defense is good. All you have to do is keep just keep drafting the way the Pittsburgh Steelers draft. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. There are certain teams that just get the benefit of the doubt, and that's one of them. The Pittsburgh Steelers are one. Uh, at number 11, the Indianapolis Colts. You get saddled with the Carson Wentz deal. Number 31 in the NFL. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, you got three more years at $33 million a year with him. Like, that is awful. Yeah, Philadelphia, I feel like, should have been three picks higher just because they convinced the Indianapolis Colts to take that contract and give them something right. for it frank reich believes in his guy does he so much still believe in him after this past year that's the question i don't know what, what is that face uh, what face are keep, you you're, what are you doing with your face right now it's making me it's freaking me out but you have the best running back in the league you have jonathan taylor who can take you to great heights we've talked about you need to find some weapons but i mean you got a good front office there Your quarterback talent is middling, but the contract absolutely kills your score. Oh, virtually everything. Virtually everything that the Indianapolis Colts have is good. You just have that great big albatross that is Carson Wentz. Mm -hmm. And as long as you've got that, your ceiling is limited. Yep. I mean, Carson Wentz is, where'd you have him talent-wise? 13? Somewhere in there. 15, somewhere in there? Yeah. It's on the screen, but there's a little thing over it, and I can't see it. He's a good quarterback. He's paid like a great quarterback. Mm -hmm. And that's when it becomes problematic. Yep. So the Indianapolis Colts coming in at number 11. That leads us to the top 10 teams, the 10 teams in the NFL that have the best future, according to. We got to give this a name. We got to give the scale a name. We can think about that. I think we should do that. We'll throw that out to the House of Reprehensibles as well in the chat on uh, the sportsocracy.com, the YouTube channel. Uh, What are we going to call this scale that figures in everything? Ownership scores, front office, quarterback talent, overall talent, and the quarterback contract to come up with your official blank score. We will give you the top 10 coming up next here on ESPN Asheville. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. Sometimes it's the little victories that mean the most. 
At Ingalls, we know there's no one you'd rather share those miniature memorable moments with than family. Ingalls, all the ingredients for family. This week at Ingalls, select sizes and varieties cheese at crackers, two for $6. Select sizes and varieties Dunkin' Bag or K-Cup Coffee, $4.98 each. And select sizes and varieties General Mills Cereal, two for $5. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. The Sportsocracy. We treat star athletes better because they're better people. That's not fair. Life isn't fair, kiddo. Get used to it. It's ESPN Asheville, the Sportsocracy. I'm Tech Spencer. Jeremy Green is alongside. Follow us at the Sportsocracy on all of the social medias. Don't forget to check us out on the YouTube stream, streaming live right now at thesportsocracy.com. Click on that live video link and hit the subscribe button so you know every time that we go on live. Now, we are talking about the uh, the doomsday clock has been mentioned as a uh, as a possible name for this futuristic score that's been it's been used before the dream list i think we need some more we need some more good ideas throw them out uh there are no bad ideas in the cone of ideas so we're trying to name the formula of what we're trying to peg as the future of these nfl franchises we're we are to the top 10 now as we look at each one of these teams and how they can move forward into the future. At number 10 comes, well, Jeremy's bane of his existence. One of those left the NFL today in Tom Brady. The other one seems like he will be around forever. Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots come in at number 10 with an overall score of 63. If you're just joining us, once again, we have gone through five different categories here to project your future in the nfl your ownership where do they rank your front office quarterback talent quarterback contract and your overall talent on your roster in 2022 well robert Kraft is the best owner in the nfl Mm -hmm. by a pretty wide margin i would say so new england starts out really well at the top and this takes this doesn't take coach into account so this is not bill i mean bill i guess bill goes into the front office He's not a great scout, but every decision is his. Yeah, I mean, he's the GM, so. Defecto GM. Well, nobody's going to tell him no. How about that? This is the, when you have a front office that's this put together, from the ownership to to, to the people in charge, it doesn't matter that this team is not overly talented. They'll just figure it out. They figured it out last year in free agency. Matthew Judon was a hit until he wasn't. Hunter Henry was a hit until he wasn't. Mm-hmm. That's the problem with, with with free agency guys. They tend to have injury issues. They tend to have a litany of issues. But at the end of the day, this is still with with cheap Mac Jones, who I think will be cheap for quite some time. I, I don't think he would ever get a big money deal. So okay. the thing about Mac is that if he fits into the system correctly – you could do this for 10 years and never make more than 20 million dollars that keeps you in a sweet spot for a long time that it would uh obviously quarterback talent hurts the new england patriots score the overall talent of this team is not as good as they would like it to be but there again you have the ability 
You know, they you don't have they don't have money to play with this year. They can't go on a spending spree like they did last time. So it's going to have to come through the draft. Yeah, and unfortunately for Bill, he has not done a particularly good job of that. I mean, this past year went really well. In the first, second, and fourth round. Mm-hmm. Every other pick. Do you, you know how many snaps they played combined? Six. Six snaps. All year. Every other draft pick combined played six snaps. Right. Still my favorite stat from when we were... It, we're going to be putting out this team-by-team team with off-season previews and last off-season reviews. One of my favorite stats I have found. Mm-hmm. Six snaps for anybody not named Ramondre Stevenson, Christian Barmore, Mac Jones. Or Mac Jones. At number nine on the futuristic scale here, the uh, L.A. Rams with a total score of 56. They fall into two problems. Matt Stafford's very expensive, and Mm -hmm. the ownership group is not well-respected around the league. If you're curious where we got the ownership rankings, there was actually a poll done on this that we literally just put on the screen. Mm -hmm. The only thing he changed was that Shad Uh, Khan Khan was was not number 32. Nope, no sir, I will (laughs) not do that. So everybody went up a spot. All right shad Khan had to be dead last yes uh so you you get hurt for the stan chronicy ownership but you are the overall number one talented team oh in yeah the they're, NFL. they're super talented great coach great front office the front office has done amazing things mm-hmm. with a lot of churn guys mm-hmm. getting hired by other teams it hasn't mattered has not really mattered who was making these decisions whoever's in the chair has done a great job of it and now you're here. The Rams are not going anywhere anytime soon. No. Matt Stafford, I, I, I don't care who the quarterback is, to be really honest with you. Somebody less than that, you're not getting to a Super Bowl. But I it, heard a bunch of people reiterate what I said yesterday. If Jared Goff does not beat the San Francisco 49ers, right. Matt Stafford did. Yes. As long as you have him, you're going to be a Super Bowl contender. And I think he'll be around forever. Uh, well, at least the rest of his contract. I don't see Matt Stafford going anywhere from the la rams so that brings us to the top eight we'll give you those after we get weird on the weird scale there's vegas there's florida and there's asheville let's get weird asheville you know security along the southern border is a very it's a very touchy subject when you get into talking politics, we don't talk about politics on this show. So we're not we're not going to go down that path. Although I will say, at least we know that they're finding the important things that are brought and smuggled into the United States. This is news out of El Paso, Texas. At two border border crossings, recently they have seized 243 pounds of something that could have a drastic effect on the US economy and its citizens it's, it's, it's baloney it's, yeah yeah 243 pounds of prohibited pork baloney on two separate unrelated incidents have been seized by u.s customs and border protection so they say that the pork products that were made in mexico are not up to standards and they could possibly i don't know taint the supply or taint citizens in some way, some shape, form, or fashion, because I guess pork that's processed in Mexico doesn't have to live up to, I'm going to say this, I'm going to try to say this, the high standards of processed pork products in America. And what's funny to me is, like, these were brought in the same way drugs are brought in. 
Like, they stopped a guy at the border, and they found, like, 43 rolls of bologna stuffed up under his front seat. That was not what I thought you meant right there, and I'm glad that that's how that went. (laughs) Uh, They found five rolls of undeclared Mexican bologna hidden under bags of chips, as well as in the trunk compartment and under the seats of the vehicle. 55 pounds of bologna were discovered in the SUV, and the driver informed specialists that he resells the bologna in America for almost double the price he paid for it in Mexico. The other one was uh, where a woman was trying to drive across the border. She had 19 rolls of pork bologna weighing 188 pounds. Those are big rolls of bologna. That's a lot of bologna. Big old rolls. But, hey, again, uh, the by the way, the fine for such things, would you like to guess what it is? $8. Uh, at $1,000, Bob. $1, Bob. Yep. Uh, for failure to declare commercial quantities of bologna. My story is also from the southwest United States. A couple went on vacation last week. They live in Santa Fe, New Mexico. They came home and they discovered something very strange, which was followed by something even stranger. When they got home, they discovered a burglar in their home with an AR-15. That would be unsettling to anyone. Except for the fact the burglar didn't use it. Not only did he not use it, he didn't threaten them at all. He apologized for breaking into their house and gave them $200 for breaking a window. Apparently, this suspect, who is described as six feet tall and in his late 20s, had broken into the home while they were on vacation and had just been staying there. He slept, bathed, dined, and drank some of their beers. He said the money was for the window, and his total larceny while in the house was approximated to be about $15. He grabbed his duffel bag and walked down the road, never to be seen or heard from again. Okay. That is bizarre yeah. to say the least very weird he airbnb'd a b&e that's an airbnb b&e <laughs> it is I, that's the first one of those in the history of creation nice we turned your house into our own personal verbo don't do crimes the airbnb b&e and, I like and it. at least if you're gonna do crimes at least leave a note explaining it because i have way too many questions that i have the answers to all right, two things that have just been if created. You had $200, why did you not just stay in a hotel room? That's not crimes. Two phrases that have just been created that I want to to last forever. The Airbnb B&E and Stephen Tao says in the comments, illegal pork and seizure. It is decided. I'm just, I, okay, Look, why are people so, we have a segment for weird. That's how weird this world is. Mm-hmm. Every day we find something weirder. And most often times we have to decide which weird story we're going to tell. If you had to, t- if you had two hundred dollars, you just rent a hotel room. You could get a hotel room for seventy five dollars. I've seen me do it. I didn't sleep real well. Slept on top of the comforter, maybe in my clothes. Yeah, I'm a hundred fifty, a minimum a night guy on the road. Oh really? Oh yeah. I've never told you the, uh, you know what? I'll tell that story in the, uh, in the happy hour. Okay. Happy hour. Third uncensored hour of the program each and every day following this program only available on the YouTube stream. Some people might eat dinner at, you know, four 30 and I don't, <clears throat> you don't, want, you don't want to ruin you, it. You don't want to hear this story. I promise you. <laughs> 
All right, we are at to the at to the top eight in our future scale here. What's the state of the franchise look like for each and every team in the NFL? The top eight starts with the number eight team, and it's another team from the NFC West. The San Francisco 4th and Niners. That's right. San Francisco comes in with a total score of 54. They get higher markings in everything except for ownership. The ownership group's not great. The front office is fantastic. Mm-hmm. They have done a great job of finding mid-round finds. The thing that that where their their number is volatile. Jimmy Garoppolo has apparently already been given permission to seek a trade. His representation has come out and said they are working on a deal with the 49ers to be done after March 16th, which is the first day of the league year. Yes. So, obviously your quarterback talent would go down. The value of the contract is not going to. Top four value contracts in in, in this little procedure. You know what they all were? The rookies from this year. Right. Except Justin Fields, because you had to give up a first round to get him. Mm-hmm. I just believe in San Francisco. The great, as long as the great Kazoo is the head coach and John Lynch is the one making the draft picks, right. I, I just I look at San Francisco much like I look at uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. You're just gonna figure it out. Yep. I'm 34 years old. I can count on one hand the number of years the San Francisco 49ers have been irrelevant. And two of them were because of injuries. Yep. And you look at the way that this team is uh, is is drafted, and the playmakers that they have brought in, whether it be Eli Mitchell or Debo Samuel or Brandon Ayuk, they're just they're a team that will continue to reload. San Francisco comes in at number eight on the future scale here. At number seven is another NFC West team. You know why I kept saying Seattle should have been lower. Because you have three NFC West teams in a row, and they're all three in the top ten. Yes. Number seven is the Arizona Cardinals. Their score it's markedly lower than San Francisco's at 49. The difference here is I don't necessarily believe in the front office. The ownership group's fine. It's not great. It's not terrible. Uh, it's the estate of, of Mr. Bidwell. Mm-hmm. You know What they're going to do there, I don't know. But I don't really believe in the front office. A lot, if you really think back to the fines that the Cardinals have had, they're all late career vet guys. You're always going to be able to do that in Arizona. Yep. I mean, just think about it this way. When you go to retire, are you going to retire in Minnesota or are you going to retire in Arizona? Oh, it's Arizona. Well, I mean, the NFL kind of does the same thing. Mm-hmm. There's a reason you see a lot of older vet guys wind up with the Dolphins, Buccaneers, Jaguars, if they're hanging on to life, and the, the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for that. If I just looked at this roster, just the roster by itself, they're a top five team in the league. The problem is I have no belief in the front office from years gone by, mm-hmm. and I don't buy Cliff Kingsbury. And he kind of goes into that because you put so much into him that it almost has to work for you. Right. That was such a kooky hire, and you've done so many things to placate him. This is not like a normal head coaching hire. You have to give him the latitude. If not, it was a total disaster. And you would have to hire a specific kind of coach to follow him. Mm -hmm. That's what puts Arizona down here as opposed to in the top five, which is roughly where they belong. And the the one thing that Arizona has to look forward to is that you're going to have to pay Kyler real soon. You only have another year left of him. I mean, there's the extension year that comes after that. But still, that's going to balloon. 
just like we've you know we've seen with these other quarterbacks i mean this year is the extension year for baker mayfield and sam darnold and they're making 18 million dollars and they're at the bottom of the list when it comes to quarterback contract so kyler murray is going to be toward the bottom of this list next year when it comes time for his fifth year extension at number six Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. With a total score total score of forty two, they got seven years and how much? How much is it? It's seven, a bajillion dollars. <laughs> that's seven years and a whole bunch of money coming to Josh Allen. The quarterback contract is the only thing that's not in the top ten for them. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the thing. So with the contract, you have to balance out the talent. But when it gets to a certain point, even Pat Mahomes doesn't have a great grade for the contract because it's so much more expensive than every other quarterback in the league. Right. Now, over time, other quarterbacks will catch up and it'll more level the playing field. But if you're Kansas City, you're spending 45 to $50 million on your quarterback, and you've got teams like Cincinnati that are in at eight, mm-hmm. yes, sorry, you're at a disadvantage. That's just the way it is. Yep. And Josh Allen making $43 million a year over the next seven years brings that score down a little bit it doesn't say anything about his talent or anything like because he's where where did we have him where do we have top three i think he was three yes yeah yeah he was behind pat mahomes and one other quarterback Mm -hmm. that's probably not who you think it is it it wasn't yours Uh, it's certainly not it wasn't your quarterback it's not it's not zach wilson i can tell you that (laughs) spoilers (laughs) spoilers in case you didn't know it's not zach wilson uh but buffalo gonna be around for a long long time at number five it's the baltimore ravens yeah i like to call this the uh, you're just going to figure it out dear Mm -hmm. well because you have the number one front office in football Mm-hmm. And I'm not even sure that's really debatable. It's not. Eric DaCosta is unbelievable. Ozzie Newsom was yep. the best GM in the NFL for 15 years. Yep. Eric DaCosta slid right in, and I could argue he's the best one in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. And had it not been for all the injuries, we could very well be talking about this team playing mm-hmm. in two weeks in, or in a week. It's very true. Baltimore and Pittsburgh are just two teams that I look at and go, "You're going to figure it out." Mm-hmm. Now, the the one thing that brings them down, why they're at five instead of higher i know what's coming with the lamar jackson deal mm-hmm. you're going to have to pay him and it's going to be markedly more than you want it to be right so then you start gutting some of the things in the roster but even then the reason that's ahead of say josh allen i think the number will come in under josh allen but i also just believe eric DaCosta is going to find some way to go hey and we've had a fifth round pick that turns into a pro bowler because that's what you've done forever what would your cap be if you're Eric DaCosta and you're making the making the decision on per year spending on Lamar Jackson? Where's your cap? I'm going to plead the fifth uh, in that it is not my job to do that. Oh, okay. I, I genuinely don't know. I don't know how – because I don't know how I'd factor in the protections. If, if Lamar Jackson pulls a Pat White and gets hit on the, the sideline, I know that's a possibility at any given time. Yes. He's a, he's a smaller-built guy anyway. He runs a lot. I don't know how I would do that. I feel like that deal is going to be – that's going to take nine people to put the language of that contract together. Mm-hmm. All right. We gets gets us to the top four, and I know we're going to rankle some people here. I know we're going to get some pushback. And just to answer the question, uh, Stephen Towson, who is our one of our resident Ravens fans, he said $35 million. That would have been my answer, too. Okay. 
I was going to say 40. If you had forced me to make a numeric answer, then that would have been my answer. I'd offer him 35 and let him uh, negotiate me, if he, can, if he can negotiate me, up. But I'm not going over 40. That's my hard cap. Not going to do it. Um, the Green Bay Packers come in at number four. And we know there's a big decision to be made for Aaron Rodgers. Like, this was a tough one for me because where do you put uh, – because I fully think he's coming back. So that's why they're still really high on quarterback mm-hmm. talent ranking. Oh, yeah. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers leaves, then you fall through the floor. Mm-hmm. But we didn't do that with anybody. Even San Francisco, and I full well know that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be leaving. Mm-hmm. You have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. It's on a short-term deal. So it's not like even, let's say, Aaron Rodgers talent-wise fell off a cliff, which I don't expect. It's not like you're stuck here forever. You've still got Jordan Love sitting behind him. I, I don't love that you invested first-round draft capital into him. But even then, I just believe in this team. Ownership score, they were two. I'm not so sure how I feel about that, but they do have something that no other team has. Yeah, they don't. They Public don't ownership, owner. yeah. It's publicly owned. Mm-hmm. So that was a ranker grade, not an us. <laughs> and i get it right I, I do i get it but they are one of the one of the top five most talented teams in the nfl certainly um and that, i would say that wouldn't even take much of a dive if you take aaron Rodgers out of the equation oh it would it would take a drastic dive uh we saw that against kansas city chiefs you know without aaron Rodgers, it's it's not it, it's not great there would be a big regression there. Mm-hmm. but the talent around him it's still good mm-hmm I mean, with Jordan Love, I would say this team's nine and eight, ten and seven consistently. But even then, you got to think back to the last thirty years. You've had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. I, I just fully believe this franchise would find a way. He'll say the Jordan the Jordan Love thing goes cattywampus. You'll find a way to correct it, right? And that gets us to the top three. That's which right. We'll put out in the in the last segment of this show. That's right. We will. Uh, but first, Jeremy's got an opportunity for you to possibly make some more money here it comes five on it so did you do well last night uh i did west virginia tried to make me right in the money line and then <clears throat> choked it away in the last two minutes yeah they did but i didn't give that out i gave west virginia plus 14 and you know what that was that was a winner, winner. I got three picks for you. I've already given you one. I got 25 on it. The Miami Heat are a two and a half point dog tonight at Toronto. I just think this is going to be a markedly different team than what you saw last night. They took the night off. Last night was one of those losses that you just throw out there and go, yeah, we're going to get housed. We're playing the Celtics with where we're at. As tired as everybody was coming off that three overtime game, we probably would have gotten housed anyway. Here's the thing. Who is that three overtime game against? Toronto, who has not had that day off. I think they are going to roadhouse Toronto tonight. I saw that number and went, that's dumb. Mm-hmm. I got 25 on it. Miami Heat plus two and a half. The Michigan State Spartans are a three and a half point favorite tonight at Maryland. It's not enough. No, that doesn't make any sense to me. And I, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't care who plays because Maryland is one of those fun teams that when you expect them to cover, they will lay down on you. You always bet Maryland against a big number and go against Maryland on a small number. That's how they've been under Danny Manning. I don't have a great explanation for that, but they play directly opposite of the expectation. The expectation is this game will be close because it's in Maryland. I, I just I, I get Tom Izzo, you get Danny Manning, and and I'm only laying three and a half. Yeah, I, I can get down with that. I got fifty on it. Michigan State minus three and a half. 
Finally, Texas A&M and Tennessee tonight. I'm going under the 132. I got 50 on it. Under 132, Texas A&M, Tennessee. These are two really good defensive teams, and neither one of them is great offensively. I thought this number was going to fall through the floor. It actually went up. I had to change this right before the show <laughs> right? because it went up a point and a half, which to me is insane. Like, Have you not watched either of these teams? They're both fantastic defensively. You could tell me this is first team to 50 wins, and I wouldn't be shocked. I got 50 on it, under 132, Texas A&M and Tennessee. And when we come back from the break, we will have the last three, the top three of the teams in the league that have the best prospects for the future here on ESPN Asheville. Don't forget to take those wagers, by the way, over to betus.com, betus.com, promo code sportsocracy. Just for using that promo code, they will give you a 125% bonus on your deposit up to $2,500. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I am Clarissa Marshall with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. And welcome back into the Sportsocracy. Last few moments here of the program, and we got three teams left. The top three in the future score rankings here. Number three, it's... Go Chargers! Go! The Los Angeles Chargers at number three with an overall score of 36. The th- Somebody asked me, and I, I, I would totally say who it was. Somebody asked me in the comments a couple days ago what I think about Tom Telesco. I think he's one of the most underrated talent evaluators in this league. I'm down with that, yeah. This team has drafted really well. Mm-hmm. Rashawn Slater. I, I, I'll come out and admit it. I said he was a right tackle or a guard i didn't think he could be a left tackle uh, he's a starting left tackle in the pro bowl mm-hmm. so tom telesco obviously saw something that i didn't this is a really good franchise they have the owner i'm not say markedly higher than dean spanos is way too high on this to me they have him at six i would have had him more like 16 but it was the list that we used yep. it was objective it was voted on by the fans and so that's where it is yep you got two more years on the rookie deal of uh, of Justin Herbert, mm-hmm. and you got all the talent in the world around him. You just you, you're a few pieces away, a few pieces away, and you could be where the Cincinnati Bengals are today. They're they're very very close, and really the difference between them and the team at two is fractional at best. But one of them's in the Super Bowl, and one of them's not. That's right. Um, number two, the Cincinnati Bengals. Their overall score. 35 and i gotta be honest with you i was shocked by this i mean i might have had him a little too high in the overall talent category you do there's no doubt you do but i think their owner score is too low the okay. reason that i let that balance out I, people look at the ownership of the Bengals mm-hmm. and the brown family you know they were notoriously cheap in the 90s that's not really the case anymore so i think the brown family's too low at 19 those two things balanced out it did not change the ranking so i allowed it to go yep i would have overall talent i have more like six seven okay but again you're in the super bowl so i can't really fault you for that right 
and I do think there was an error in the in the owner score. I'm just so I'm just so super swayed by the young weapons that they have. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. I mean, those guys have been drafted in the last two years together, and they're going to be together for a long, long time. Oh yeah, I mean, they've done a phenomenal job of. I mean, it started with Marvin Lewis. Marvin Lewis catches a lot of shade that I do not think is justified. Mm-hmm. And that brings us around to the number one team. And that's why everybody cheered when they got beat by the Bengals in the in the playoffs this year. Because the Kansas City Chiefs are the number one team in the future score. Their overall score here on the, uh, the, the five categories, 32. That's hard to do. And if they didn't have such an outsized contract for for pat mahomes which that's going to correct itself Mm -hmm. it's going to take some time but as long as you're five to ten million dollars ahead of every quarterback in this league that's not named dak prescott josh allen or deshaun watson Mm -hmm. i mean it's going to have to factor in the only reason it was so close is because of that yes but i mean that team's set up for the long haul they've drafted just insanely well and you got to think it's going to continue. I don't. I look at Andy Reid and go, he's a young. What is he? Sixty four, sixty two. He's sixty something. And I feel like he's pretty young at that, especially to be as rotund, rotund. as he is. <laughs> as much as he likes cheeseburgers and Waffle House, yeah. But to me, Kansas. When I looked at this list after it was all said and done, because we did this blind. Mm-hmm. We did all five rankings, then we put them together, added them up, and it was what it was. And we got to the end of it. I'm putting the the total 32 up on the screen right now. I think it's right. I think so. And I'll tell you another funny story of this. The top 16 teams, they were all, all 15 of the 16. So Miami was the 16th thing. Mm-hmm. All top 15 teams were in the top 16 of our last power rankings. Yep. That's not by, that's not a happenstance. No. It just goes to show you that all the teams that are good right now in the NFL, sans maybe my Tampa Bay Buccaneers, probably the worst out of the group, are all really well set up for the for the future. Yeah, your team's not real well set up for the future, but you do have a lot of talent. We do have a lot of talent. It's that whole quarterback thing that is going to hurt us. And yes, that's the A number one story today. Tom Brady has officially announced his retirement after 22 was, years. And it was well-timed because tampa bay would have been another instigator of us doing this yes my team's not 30 seconds so you know what that's i'm, <laughs> it was I'm a claiming win. a moral victory that's a win for you uh we will have our happy hour coming up in just a few moments on the youtube stream we'll be back here tomorrow at three on espn Asheville, top 13 nfl quarter or nfl uh draft running backs Coming up today, Jeremy's top 13 list on the top 13 Tuesday in the happy hour. And we will see you on the the other side.